Hey everyone, this is our Midweek Leadership Podcast. We believe that as you listen to it, it is going to move your life forward. So get ready for an amazing message. But this is um, Matthew chapter 25. Um, and I, a, a lot of us have heard this story before. Um, again, the kingdom of heaven, uh, starting in verse 14. Again, the kingdom of heaven can be illustrated by the story of a man going on a long trip. He called together his servants and entrusted his money to them. While he was gone, he gave five bags of silver to one, two bags of silver to another, and one bag of silver to the last. Dividing it in proportion to their abilities, he then left on his trip. The servant who received the five bags of silver began to invest the money and earned five more. The servant with two bags if, uh, the servant with two bags of silver also went to work and earned two more, but the servant who received the one bag of silver dug a hole in the ground and hid his master's money. And uh, I, I want to talk for the next couple of minutes um, as we're all leaders in, um, in this place uh, just a little differently. I, I want you to get the, the understanding that Jesus talked differently to his disciples than he did to everyone else. And Jesus talked differently to Peter, James, and John than he did all of his disciples. And so I, I want you to see that there are there's differences of understanding. As you grow deeper in your relationship with God, God expects you to grow deeper with him, and God expects you to grow as a leader. And so uh, I, this is something that I want us as, um, as our, our culture and our church to grab a hold of as a leader. And so uh, I, I want us to look at the silver that the uh, the master gave his servants, I want you to look at the silver as people. I want you to view the silver as people. And I, I'm going to say this again so you can really get this. I want you to see the silver as people and you as servants. And God is handing you people. And, and I want us to, to walk through this story with that understanding in mind, that God is handing you people. It's not money, and it's not maybe talent. Maybe sometimes you've, you've even read that scripture with thinking, oh, God gives me things, or God gives me opportunities, and all that, and some of that is true. There, there's, there's no doubt about that, but I, I want us to look through this story in the understanding that God is giving you people, and so God uh, and the first thing, as I was reading this, I uh, was reading that, um, that piece where it says that dividing it in proportion to their abilities. What you have been given and the leadership position that you're in, those things have been given to you by God in proportion to your ability right now. And so it's very important that we don't look at other people and see maybe how many people they're leading, and think, oh, I wish I had that. God is giving you what you can handle right now at this moment. And so don't get frustrated when you don't have a lot or get, feel like you're overwhelmed when you have too much 
and think, oh, there's no way, and I got to start shirking my responsibility because there's no way I have this many people. I can't ever do. God has given you the amount of people that you can handle at this moment. This is according to your ability. This doesn't mean that it's always going to be your ability because we always grow and we always change, but you've got to understand right here, right now, the people that you have. So what, what this does is, so if you got one person in your life that God has given to you, you pour your life into that one person, not hoping for the moment where I get on a platform and the moment I speak to hundreds and the moment I speak to a thousand or two thousand. No, you pour into one like they are a thousand. You pour into one like they are so many because that that is the person that God has given to you according to the ability that you have right now. And so and 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 also don't get overwhelmed when you have a lot. We have a lot of people because that means that God entrusts you and knows that you have the ability to do it. Of course, it is his ability through you. We understand that. It is by God's grace and God's grace only that we can actually reach out and do things. But understand this, that God is entrusting you because it's, he sees the potential and ability that he's given you. And so don't, so don't get overwhelmed by some of those as, as well. Um, understand also that uh, it was only when they received, the only when the servants received, then they started to go to work. So it's not that we have to drum up everything. And in fact, if we start doing all, it, it, under, it, whose money was it? It's God's. So whose people are we entrusted with? God's. God's doing this first. God is entrusting us. For, these are God's first. And you need to understand as you're leading, that gives a whole nother level of responsibility when you understand this isn't mine, this is God's. That when you look at your bank account, you understand this is God's, not mine. When you look at uh, your time, you understand this is God's, not mine. When you understand your talents are God's, not yours. Your life is God's, not yours. And the people that God has entrusted with you they're God's, not yours. So if you're serving kids and you think, well, I'm just here to make sure that they're quiet during the service. It, it brings a whole nother perspective when you understand these are God's kids. And how dare I would come late to God's kids. You know what I mean? Like it, it just gives you a whole. So, so in worship. You start, like you're on the worship team, you start going through your, your songs and memorizing and doing all these things throughout the week. Because how dare would I come unprepared for God's kids? For these are God's people. Why, why would I ever come late? Because, but a lot of times we forget these are God's people. These are God's kids. The, the, we, we have been given. We are stewards of, of them. Um, and then um, it said, uh, it, so then he goes on to say that um, the servant uh, who received five bags of silver began to invest some money and earned five more. I, I love this because the servant that invested these um, five uh, bags of silver, he expected a return. And so if we're seeing silver as people, understand 
that when God has given you people and then you go to work and you start investing, we should expect a return as well. What that means is you should expect growth from the people that you're leading. I'll say you should expect that there should be a return from the time that you're investing. And, and some of you might think, well, well you know, like, I, I don't want to push too hard. Okay, hold on. Hold on just, just one second. God gave you these people because he expects a return on his investment. And so he expects that when you put your hands on somebody and you put your heart on somebody and that you pour your life into them, he's expecting they look better when they come away from time with you and they grow deeper in their relationship with God because they're spending time with you. It would be so irresponsible if you threw five bags of money at something and knew that it was never going to bring in a, a back any kind of investment. And then when God comes back, what are you going to say? Well, I you know, hey, I tried. No, you, you would take that money back and say, this isn't working right now. And I, I got to put it somewhere else. So, so when I was uh, writing some of these thoughts down, uh, at some point, you need to make a decision because you don't want to make bad investments in certain people. And God doesn't give up on people. Do you hear that? God doesn't give up on people. And we don't either. But our time investment might change. See, sometimes people hear that, oh, I'm just going to give up on you. You're not growing. No, we don't give up on you. God never gives up on you. But at some point, I've got to change my time investment because I expect a return. Because silver is people. And, and God has gifted these to me. And so i got to make sure that you're growing. You have personal responsibility with this, but then there's this one servant who digs a hole. There's two servants that go and they take the two silver, the five silver, they invest it, it comes back, but then there's one servant that Jesus talks about that digs a hole. And if silver is people, I would ask us to make sure that we're not digging a hole around people. That we're not trying to overprotect somebody because we're fearful. What did, what did, the, what did the servant say when, when God came to him? You're a hard man. And I was fearful. I'll read it in a second. But I was fearful of what was going to happen. See, fear, when you start... When you start working in fear, you can't ever see, uh, you'll, you'll never see growth. And so uh, w what happens with this one guy, when he digs a hole, th this happens with people. Um, people start overprotecting somebody, and, and, they're, and they're fearful of pushing them towards growth because they think, what do they think? They think that person is going to leave. That's what they think. They're scared of, just like, the, just like the servant. He was like, if I invest his money, what if I lose it all? 
And because of that fear, he decided to dig a hole. That is exactly how some people lead. They dig a hole around people, and they think, if I, never, if I push them too hard, or if I really dig into their life, or if I really expect them to move up in their relationship with God, if I really start saying, hey, hey you know what? Sex outside of marriage isn't good for you, and you shouldn't have this kind of thing, or, or this time that you're spending right here isn't really great for you, or uh, the way that you're living your life, where every night is a party, this is not good for you. You're going through these things and these hard conversations that you're having or or people even as they, they might have some great morals but they're real sloppy on Sunday morning and they come real late to stuff on church or they, they're like oh that's, that's for new people but that's not for me. I've been here at the church for a while and you don't ever step into that stuff and you don't ever expect them to grow as a leader. What happens is you start protecting them. What you've actually done is you've dig a hole. You've dug a hole around that person and they will not grow anymore because you're fearful that they'll leave you. You're fearful they'll leave. You're fearful they'll leave the church, they'll leave uh, your team, they'll leave the relationship that you have with them. And I'm telling you, you will never see people grow if you lead them with fear. You'll, you'll, you'll never see that move forward. So, so after a long time, to go on with this story that Jesus is talking. He says, after a long time, their master returned from his trip, called them to give an account how they used his money. I just want to let you know, God will always call us to give an account. I will have an account that I will talk to the Lord about how I spent my time with this church. Me, I'm called accountable. And I promise you, every single person in this room, you will have an account that you will, you will, God will ask you, what did you do? And I'm not saying that to guilt you, because it shouldn't be guilt. And I'm not saying that to make you feel fearful, feel fearful, because that shouldn't, it should make you feel responsible. That, that's, if you're healthy, that's how it should happen. You should feel responsible. And like, ooh, this is, and, and a little more solemn in what you have to do here at the church, whether it's picking up trash or talking to a bunch of leaders or uh, going and making things uh, right on Sunday, we all call an account. So um, the servant to whom he had entrusted the five bags of silver came forward with five more. I said, Master, you gave me five bags of silver to invest. I've earned five more. The master was full of praise. Well done, my good and faithful servant. You've been faithful in handling this small amount. So now I'll give you many more responsibilities. Let's celebrate together. Let me stop here just for a second and talk about this idea. See, we look at the servant that had five, and then he got five more and be like, whoa, ten. You know, like if you read the story, you're like, that guy was living large. He had ten, like ten bags of money. This is awesome. Do you notice what God said? You've been faithful in handling this small amount. What we tend to think of as huge, God looks at as small. What we look at is saying, wow, this is so much. I bet God laughs when we say the word mega church. I bet God just thinks, what are you? That's small. I'm looking at 8 billion of my kids. 
what, what, you know, and we're, we're in, 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 in this church, we're thinking, wow, if we could just see some change in Broken Arrow. But see, you've got to be faithful and small. And God will, what do you say? I'll give you many more responsibilities. But just, but just because you're faithful and small, just don't let your vision be small. Like, be faithful with small, but don't let your vision be small. And, and have your vision uh, look more like the Lord's, where he's looking at the world. And he's looking at countries. And he's looking at continents. And he's looking at these continents over time. And he's looking at not only 8 billion, but he's looking at what happens when it's 16 billion. And what happens when, and, and, and just so you know, a lot of people would, would love for you to believe that, oh, come on now, the, you know, that, that's just too, no, God wants us, if we're faithful with small, God will bless us with more and more and more and more and more. And God, there is more. There is more on the horizon. There is bigger things that we ever could have dreamed. There are more things that God has in store for us that if we can open up our spirit and open up our heart to see that those things will lead and guide us, but we got to be faithful with the stuff that God's put in our hand right now, or we'll never see those things. Because he says, then the servant who had received two bags of silver came forward, said, Master, you gave me two bags of silver to invest. I've earned two more. The master said, well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful in handling a small amount, so I will give you many more responsibilities. Let's celebrate together. Then the servant with the one bag of silver came and said, Master, I knew you were a harsh man, harvesting crops you didn't plant, gathering crops you didn't cultivate. And I was, here it is, I was afraid. Can't ever lead being afraid. And you'll never step out because of fear. And so he said, I was afraid. And, and I think also just, I know a lot of us have heard this again, but your view of God is so important. Yeah. You know, when you think, if you think God is harsh, or if you think your leaders are harsh, or if you think the people that God has put in your life are harsh, um, it usually leads to you playing a lot smaller in your life. But in this, this sense, I don't know if God was harsh. If we're seeing silver as people, I think God just cares a lot about people. God cares a lot about what he has. So anyway... Um, uh, harvest crops I didn't plant, gather crops I didn't cultivate. Why did you, uh, or, or this is uh, what the master said uh, after he said, I was afraid I'd lose your money, so I hid it in the earth. Look, here's your money back. But the master replied, you wicked and lazy servant. And I've said this before, um, and maybe you've heard this before. Um, see, we would look at a lot of times this servant as somebody who was faithful, Right? We would say he was there. He didn't lose anything. He showed up all the time looking over his little mound, making sure no one stole it, making sure he could give it back to God just as it was handed to him. Wow, that's so nice. But notice that God called the other servants faithful. 
good and faithful. And what did he call this servant? Wicked and lazy. What sometimes we call faithful, God calls wicked and lazy. Because God expects investment to be returned. And he expects growth from us. I'm talking to leaders in this room. Okay? There's some people right now that don't have a relationship with God right now. They don't even... This is so hard for them to understand. This would be so hard for them to grasp. They would have so many questions. I'm not talking to them. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you who believe in Jesus. I'm talking to you who feels like they have a call of God in their life. I'm talking to you who have known God for a while, who have been walking with the Lord. And I'm saying there's an expectation on your life that when God gives you people, that they should be better than when you leave them and you give them back to God. They should actually grow. And they should actually be looking at a place where you can remove yourself and say, look, here, they can take my spot because of the growth that has happened in their life. That is what God is expecting for us. That is good and faithful. That's why it's so important in our church that we have our next and our next and our next after them, that you have people in your life that you're discipling and that you're calling, you're talking through, and it makes a huge, huge difference when you are changing and you're growing and you got people pouring into you, and then you turn around and you give that to people around in your life. Because God is handing you not silver, he's handing you people. And God looked at him and said, wicked and lazy servant. If you knew I'd harvest crops I didn't plant, gather crops I didn't cultivate, why didn't you deposit my money in the bank? At least I got some interest on it. What Translation, could you do just a little bit? You didn't do anything. Because fear held you in such a captive corner that you didn't even move a little bit. You didn't even have one conversation. Then he ordered, take the money from this servant, give it to the one with 10 bags of silver. To those, see, you you look at that and you think, well, God's just unfair. Right? Doesn't that seem unfair? Like, take it, one from the, who has one, now he has none, and give it to the dude who has 10. Now he has 11. It's not unfair. God, God just blesses things that he can trust. Because God's not wasteful. And when we're saying silver is people, God's not going to waste his kids on places that are going to make them even worse. And, and, and people that are going to make them uh, even question even more. And so when, we, when we're as a church, when we see other churches growing, that's why we hand clap like crazy. Because what is God doing? He's growing them because he can trust them. There's, there's growth there because he can trust them. Um, to those who use well what is given, even more will be given, and they, they will have an abundance. From those who do nothing, I think, just listen to that, but those who do nothing, even what little they have will be taken away. Now throw this useless servant into outer darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. You, you, you get to the sense of how serious God is. You, you understand the, sen- the sense of how serious God is with the positions that we have. And that doesn't mean that um, 
you know, we just got to walk around with no smiles and no fun and, you know, da da da, da you know, hey, we're at work and we got to do that, you know, and all that kind of, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that it's so important that we don't take this for granted. It is so important that we don't take what God has blessed us with for granted, that every person who walks through this church is a gift. Every person that walks through this church is somebody that we should celebrate. Every person who walks through the doors of this church is somebody that God has given to us for maybe a moment or maybe for a lifetime. We don't know what it is, but we're going to make sure that they're going to be better before they walk out those doors. Because that, that's what God has entrusted with us to do. So, so let's make sure that we're servants that are looking for, we, we expect investment we, or, and we expect return on investment and that we, we really are not digging holes around. Hey church, we hope this message has pushed you forward in your leadership and your relationship with God. We can't wait to see you this Sunday or in a connect group. Have an amazing week. We'll see you then.